This is a Soulfire production. hate this so so i love the podcast i was gonna say what are you talking about i love doing this are you talking about our dog who won't be quiet down the hall with his bone with peanut butter in it are you talking about being in a relationship uh, with me are you talking about coronavirus all of the above i'm Fuck done off connor I'm leaving i've been scouting out places in the wilderness for me to live permanently he, he literally leaves every day for eight hours and goes to the wild without me and finds places where he can live once i don't, any, I don't even invite you i know i don't even give you the option of coming with it's me. really nice well because then i can't do the things i want to do you're always like let's do this and then you're walking around then i gotta like can make sure you're entertained and i'm like i want to sit on this fucking rock for two hours i've never and done look that. off in the glorious and i've splendor. never said let's do this i follow you the entire time yeah, we're but in then the I, I have to be it's have your to be, own stuff i have to be like conscious of I've, you're not going to sit there and watch me look through binoculars for an I hour do, i do that, that i would sit be so there with weird. you all the time that would be so weird that's weird to you i would have been fine with it where'd you get what? all those scratches on your arm remy from the wilderness oh because he made you fall no well i what happened i was walking Here's how it felt. So I was, I was looking at this area. I'm learning how. I gotta give some backstory here. I grew up in I grew up in Texas. Texas is a pretty interesting area to, to grow up and hunt. It's just like plains. It's like flat. It's yeah. like mesquite trees and openings and wheat fields and whatever. Now I have to deal with topography. And mountains. That, that's what I mean. Topography is. No, remember our conversation about mountains and mountains. <laughs> 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 mountains anyways so i'm trying to read maps and figure out where i'm going so i just like went to this place that looked like it would have like it would uh yield some turkeys because turkey season's coming up and not really a big turkey hunting guy but uh what does a turkey sound like like the hen or the, or the whatever gobbler? Your, your call thing the hen call yeah it's like i'm not doing that <laughs> I can't do it. You know what it sounds like. It's like I don't know. I can't do it. It doesn't make any sense. I have to have the thing in my mouth. I'll bring it in here next time. Yeah. Um, it's a very weird sound, though. It is. Anyways, I was looking at a place where I was like, oh, there's probably some turkeys here. Long story short, the area I went is not turkey-ish at all. <laughs> it was a, a cliff. But it looked good on the map. So uh, my takeaway from my wanders this last week were I don't know how to read a map very well. So that's something I've been working on. So then I went and looked at the, uh, I get it, I went in deep last night and started looking at topography and figuring out how it all works and just trying to figure it out. Uh, so that was fun. But um, no, the reason I scratched my arm is because I've like used, I was walking downhill and it was kind of snowy, um, just some old snow. So it was kind of slick. And uh, I put my hand on like a branch on like a dead, tr a fallen tree, um, a wind, like a wind blown tree that like fell down right there. And I put a, my hand on the branch to kind of stabilize, stabilize myself. And it was dry, so it just broke off. And then my arm like scraped the part that broke off. Mm. But when I fell down, I was dealing with Remy, and um, I was dealing with Remy, and he was kept like just he was all over the place. There were smells everywhere. And I stepped. It was in the snow, but there was a stick that was kind of angled downhill in the snow. So when I stepped on it, like my foot just slipped. Oh. And then I kind of slid, slid, and like fell on my elbow, and then. It wasn't that steep, so it wasn't that big a deal. But I was like, whoa, that could have been bad. Have you told yeah, everyone I, about your proud papa moment with Rem? What do you mean? Oh, shit. Yeah, this was super cool. So 
um, the area I was at, not not much of a, uh, a turkey area, but I've been doing some research. And turkey and elk usually are in the same types of. Oh. They look for the same type of. It's very similar. So that's the only reason I'm really looking at turkey hunting is because it's so similar to to, to scouting and stuff like that for elk. And I'm, lear- I'm just learning a lot. And it's just nice to beat the fuck outside. Being outside by yourself, and I'm not going to take Remy next time because he's a handful, is a really interesting experience because I didn't see another person. I heard some people because there was a trail like mm. 400 yards away. I didn't see another person while I was out there. It was really, really cool. Um, but we were just kind of hiking around, and I found um, just kind of a little elk elk and deer bedding area. And then Remy starts freaking out and crying. And I was like, what, what the fuck is this guy doing? Realized he was sniffing a, a an elk bedding area where they'd kind of bedded in the snow. So it was really cool because there was a little bit of snow and he'd bedded right there. And then where he had laid down, his body heat had melted the snow and it turned into ice. So it was really neat. And you could see where he was breathing his little bit, a little, little bit of blood in the, where, he is, where his nose had been, you could tell. So I didn't know what the hell that, that was all about. But Remy was tripping balls. So he... <laughs> He starts chasing after this elk, these elk tracks. And I didn't realize what he was doing then either. Because I was like kind of taking photos of this and just checking it out because it was something I hadn't seen before in the snow like that. Um, I've been around a lot of like whitetail and deer bedding areas, but never, it's just cool to be up in the mountains and like doing this thing. So then he starts tracking this thing because I I think we had spooked it. I think we had bumped it out of there. Mm. So us walking up the hill had probably spooked him off. So there was tracks in the snow and the mud. So Remy just following this thing. So we just hike and try to follow this elk as far as we can. I, I was curious to see where he went, if he had just gotten up to go graze or just move somewhere else. Cause I was, uh, I'm practicing just, just sitting on like a hillside and using my binoculars to try to find things, which I haven't found anything yet aside from birds. Um, but I'm excited. I'm just practicing so much, so many hours go into trying to figure out how to do this well. And to think I'm going to, it's going to come around to September and I'm just going to go out and know what the fuck I'm doing is really naive. So I mean, it's pretty, I try and put in some time. It's pretty great that, I mean, not great, but great that we have so much time right now that you get to put in extra time of researching this and yeah. going out and being in nature. And we went out together a couple of times and I, not that I helped you by any means, but I like tagged along and, and you were able to look at some different places. And that's really cool that we're able to do that. Silver yeah. lining in this fucking Well, it's nice storm. to go out by myself and cause I'm, I'm really just trying to consume as much like information as I can and re- yeah. listen to audiobooks and different podcasts and stay on top of what's going on and, and leverage this time to learn a lot. So, um, that's really kind of been the focus of my, for my, for me in this whole thing. But that, that chasing that elk around took us way off track <laughs> and granted, I wasn't on like trails. I wasn't on a trail at any point. I think I walked like 400 yards on the, on a road once I got to the end, but it took us like way off from where I planned on going. So I ended up doing four miles in the snow and the mud with your pack no, with, with a, yeah, with like a 30, 40 pound pack on and a dog with a leash, which was kept getting hung on things every five minutes. It was so mm-hmm. annoying. Um, it was cool. Though. It was good. It was like, that was cause I keep doing this. I'm like, well, do I want to work out in the backyard or just want to go hiking? And I've, cho- I've, it's been four times I've, ch- I've chose hiking. Over well, working I'm so out. glad we just bought all this gym equipment, Connor. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to be different. <laughs> no, I need, I'm going to work out today outside. When are you going to ice bath again? I don't know. I have to get, I, well, we know we have enough ice. We have one more bag of ice so I can drop it in there, but the water stayed pretty cold. Yeah. I need to hop in there. I thought you were going to do that daily. No, I don't do, do that every day, mm. three days a week. Oh, okay. But I haven't, I've been gone every time. I just leave. It was My nice pro- for me. My prerogative is to get the fuck out of the house. Yeah, it was really nice for me, actually, that day you left. You were gone for about eight hours, and it was just me and Dutch here. And it was so nice 
to just be in the house without Remy being crazy. And like you said, like, not that I feel that I have to entertain you, but there's some semblance of socializing and asking you, Hey, what do you want for lunch? And just being thoughtful about the other person that you live with, of course. And the fact that you were able to go do your thing and not worry about me. And I was able to stay home and I danced, I worked out, I face masked, um, hung out with Dutch. We snuggled on the couch. We got, um, like three or four episodes of Westworld in together. (laughs) Um, And I was just able to kind of chill. It was so nice. And then you got home and I was like, oh, I missed you. That was so great. And I think during this time we've talked about creating space and relationship when you're stuck together. That was really, really great. And I I love that you take the initiative on that because I wouldn't necessarily do that all the time. But I was like, oh, thanks for leaving. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's the same way I feel whenever I take you out there. It's like I have to, I don't want to go. Sometimes I just want to go up this hill to see what's up there. Yeah. And it kind of sucks and it takes, I mean, I was winded. Yeah. That for, the first hike up, it was, it was, I went kind of, my idea was to go straight up the hill and then and people will call it a mountain. It's a hill though. Uh, straight up the hill and then cut over is what I was trying to do. And I'm trying to get keen to like which direction I'm going and stuff like that. But that was like, wasn't that it wouldn't, it wasn't like fun necessarily. It was fun for me, right. but it wasn't the fu- generally a fun also, thing to do. I was having I to like say- hop and like, <sighs> and I'm like, haul on this hike or this pack around and trying to like not lose my dog. Yeah. It was just crazy. I don't have hiking boots or good pants. So I've been in like skinny jeans and snow boots, but you have good pants. <laughs> but now. I have shouts to first, first light. light pants. I want to put this out there. Cause I hey, no one, shouts to them. They didn't send them to us. We bought them. Yeah, I know we paid for them yes. and they were not cheap, but, um, <laughs> you gotta give that. We gotta give you know, jab, 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 right hook, you know, oh, first okay. light. First, the spelt normal, and then light, L-I-T-E. Sponsor our motherfucking it, show. It is, it is technically hunting gear, but one thing that's cool about these, it's, it's from Bozeman, Montana as well, which we love. We love. And it's supporting small businesses. If you're looking at like, if that's what you're doing this time of year, if you're getting out doing the thing, they make really cool gear and they don't, they don't, it's not all camo and shit. Like our no. stuff is both solids and they just came out with a bunch of gray colors. Even if you're really doing nice. like springtime skiing and stuff, yeah, really versatile gear. So I just wanted to, I, I as we've talked about, like supporting small businesses, I don't know what their deal is as far as how they're handling this. I'm sure Bozeman is not getting hit hard. No, there's <laughs> 12 like people there's, in the whole town. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of social distancing there. Yeah. But um, also, one thing I really appreciate about them is that they do a lot of conservation work. That's why I've actually oh. shifted to going from, because the other brand I was, I was buying from, kind of accumulating gear from, which is great gear, they don't have the same focus on conservation. So and wasn't their former CEO and a very jackass? He was a Trump supporter, but I also don't want to talk ill of him because he did kill himself. So uh, oh, okay. he's an NFL player. He had pretty bad, really bad CTE. Oh, actually, got it, got it. Okay, which maybe explains the Trump supporting thing. No, but he went hunting with Trump, Donald Trump Jr. And I was like, uh, I don't think I really want to buy stuff from this yeah. brand anymore. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, but well, we love that, and we cool. just and um. I ordered hiking boots too, which should be here tomorrow or Thursday. So now I'm fully equipped for the, our weekend adventure, babe. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got it all. We're doing, and that's the thing. I, I don't know. We just seem like we've been investing into doing things that are we've wanted to do, but now we're just kind of s- stuck in this world. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I think a lot of people are doing things that they may have put off or have been interested in and not had the time to do. I'm doing that. I'm starting my integrative health practitioner program through Dr. Stephen Cabral. And that encompasses Ayurvedic medicine, naturopathic, and functional medicine. So if anyone out there is interested in that and you have time and you want to get certified, maybe it's something you've been thinking about. I can't recommend this enough. Um, 
I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys have a link to that. But I'm really excited. It's a three to six month program. Given how much time I have right now, I could probably finish it in three months. But I'm really excited to come out of this shitstorm with a certification and something that I am really excited to learn more about. You're learning about hunting and going deep down that rabbit hole, and I'm going to learn about functional medicine some more. Yeah. Me and um, one, I'm not I'm not excited for you to do that because then you're going to be on my ass about shit all the time. My my wellness well, I've lack learned, of wellness. I've learned to not try and do that with you because you do your own thing and you don't want to listen. You already, <laughs> you already have taken the testing through Dr. Cabal's program and you haven't followed the protocol. They I gave follow you. the protocol. Okay. I follow the protocol, Kelly. How's your coffee? It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I follow the protocol in ways that are in alignment with uh-huh. my overall well-being. My emotional uh, health is actually fueled by coffee so you gotta pay the price sometimes you know choose your sacrifices okay connor uh yeah but that is cool i think i'm actually gonna start a thing i put up a i put up a post on instagram that did serious numbers um talking about just reading a fucking book and i think i'm gonna just roll with the hashtag read a fucking book and just share the books i'm reading oh i'm into that babe. <laughs> that's good that's, that's good. a good idea so uh if you're out there reading a fucking book Including Audible. Screenshot, yeah, to and listening too. to, I think that's still considered reading at this point. Um, it's like somebody reading a book to you. Uh, and you're reading Kelly Brogan's book. What is that oh, called? I'm reading, I'm reading so many books right now. I know. I'm on, I just bought three more yesterday. Nice. I'm excited. Right now, so I did, I did, okay, here's the thing. I think that there's, there's a time for self-help books and all that kind of shit. I'm curious in Kelly Brogan's approach to depression and anxiety. So I read her book. I'm reading her book, um, Own Yourself. I just started. I'm on like chapter two or three. Um, but what I did on Connor Wanders is that I, I shared my top three books for this situation we're in now. Um, and two hell? of them. <laughs> yeah, the apocalypse. Welcome uh, to hell. Jesus Christ, Kelly. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that there, there was something really cool about two of them are nonfiction. Or two of them are fiction. Excuse me. One is nonfiction. Two is two of them are, are fiction. Books. I always get these confused. What's, fi- what's fiction, fiction is fantasy. Non-fiction? nonfiction is real. Okay. Um, one's a hist- One's more of a. It's Forty Eight Laws of Power. It's a really cool book. It's more of a history book, but it's like forty eight stories that example are examples of different rules of laws of power. Oh. Really, really interesting book. And then, um, but the other two you have to check out on the podcast. It's really, really fun. But that's the, there's something I think now that is is more about like using your imagination and letting something um, kind of get you a little bit curious and intrigued, right? So that's why I even when I do the the next episode of Connor Wanders is about like my top three series to watch. It's for this time. Like Westworld is a great one, for example, because it makes you think. And I don't even think you should just watch Westworld. I think you should watch Westworld and after each episode, go to YouTube, watch an episode explanation video and just get super into like, what is the bicameral mind? What is consciousness? What is free will? Like that stuff gets really exciting. And so it's it's more it's more intellectually stimulating than watching The Real Housewives or whatever the fuck else you're watching or some dumb shit on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's, I'm going to go, I'm excited to go down the rabbit hole on the top three series for, uh, for quarantine. Well, and then on this show later this week, hopefully, uh, we're going to be doing a movie review. Yeah. We'll we don't know which one yet, but we're pretty excited about <laughs> it. <laughs> we to figure that out. Uh, just spoiler alert, though, for the uh, for the top uh, series to, that I'm going to suggest. One of those is definitely not Game of fucking Thrones. Fuck Game of Thrones. I'm so pissed. <laughs> so pissed they've ruined my life. <laughs> that was the dragon sound from Game of Thrones. 
awful. Awful ending. But if you want to read the books, get them on Audible. They're 30-something hours each. you got plenty of fucking time right now. And they are fantastic. They're so good. And by the way, George R. R. Martin, if you're out there listening, finish Winds of Winter, dude. <laughs> you're quarantined, dog. Get your ass in that book. Write the fucking book. We've been waiting for it for seven years, dude. I've read every other book twice already. Jesus, I hope there's like four people out there that resonate with me right now. They're like, I know. I don't dude, even get resonate. This done, get this figured out. Anyways, I don't even give a fuck. George R. R. Martin, get to work, son. All right, so should we get to what this show is really about? Because this shit is, is this a show very about anything entertaining. Okay, so Kelly, what'd you do? Okay, so I had a thought that <laughs> people might be in some really uncomfortable situations right now. <laughs> I started thinking about, and this is horrible i'm really sorry if this offends anyone but this is where my mind went because i'm quarantined i was thinking about the people who are stuck with their partners who have been cheating on them oh really so like say i'll, I'll just use this as an example this is not happening but so you and i are stuck in the house together and you've been cheating on me for months yeah but now you can't go be with your side chick and you're stuck with me and i either find out about it because I'm stuck with you and we're together all the time Damn. or shit blows up in another way. Like that's where my mind has been. The mountains are my side bitch or yeah. (laughs) Or (laughs) a week before the quarantine came down, we were talking about breaking up and someone was going to move out and then we waited too long and now we're stuck in quarantine together for God knows how long. That's very uncomfortable. I don't think that would happen. I definitely think that's happening. I think people, I mean, it's happening somewhere for sure, but I think people, there's places you can go. Like if that was the case, I'd probably just go stay with my parents or something. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> lots of uncomfortable situations. Also an opportunity for people to get real fucking freaky and try some yeah, things and out. What, nothing, none of, the, none of the responses you got were anything down the rabbit hole that you were even imagining as far as like shitty situations. They're more just... Abundantly ridiculous. This one is so great. So I'm going to read these and then we're going to read the one about the, okay, go ahead. I'm going to start with the first one. Okay. She says, we haven't had a full lockdown yet, but I suspect, suspect we will because no one is voluntary. Wow. I can't talk. I'm reading like you read. (laughs) I'm just going to move on. I started dating dating this guy about a month ago, but we live in different cities. So he's asking now whether we should stay together in the event that a lockdown happens and lasts for several months. I'm a bit worried because that would essentially mean living together and meeting family within a month of dating. He's so sure it's a much better idea than risking not seeing each other for several months if it comes to that. Would love your thoughts. Um, so uh, one month, one month they've been dating and they live in different cities. So they probably f- haven't okay, seen we each need, other. We need more context. So I'm going to say that the different city they're dating is 30, Maybe it's Boulder 30, and Denver. 30 minutes apart. Okay. I'm just going to put that, I'm going to set the stage as those being 30 minutes apart. You're not gonna be on full lockdown, lady. Like, here's it's not like you. Could, it's not like you, you, I mean, I think maybe spending a few days together at a time would be a nice balance here. The motherfucker can go home. They can drive. They're not gonna be like you can't drive home. Right. The cops pull him over and he's like, they're like, where are you going? He's like, home. They're not gonna be like, no, go back to wherever you just were. <laughs> like, what the fuck is gonna? I think you're painting a picture here where <laughs> it's like he's gonna be living at your house. Yeah. 
No, I think if you want if you want to spend some time with a dude, I think it'd be fun to do a couple days with somebody you don't know. And then it's also because you're so fucking bored. It's nice to like get to know somebody, play some board games, get, yeah. the, get Monopoly rolling, maybe play some Risk. Right. See who see how you want to dominate the world and then dominate each other. <laughs> you know, it's like how about you do this? I got a I got a I got a, a game for you. If you don't have the game Risk, you don't know what it is. It's the game of global domination. It's like a very very long game. I've never played it. It takes we we used to play it in high school and it would take three days. Oh wow! We had to like leave the board alone and like trust that no one would fuck with it. Because you're taking over like the world, like you have like wars and you roll dice and do the yeah. whole thing. But if you're a couple and you have this time, you want to do this, strip risk. Ooh, it's like I just took off. I just took Germany. Now you take off those panties. Why don't we play this? Uh, I don't want to sit with you for that long. <laughs> I'm around you too much already. Connor, what? You didn't have a problem sitting with me or letting me sit on you last night. Jesus Christ! No, stop. Um. You wouldn't have fun with it, but I think if, if we're not also on a new relationship, no, if we were a month in, I'd play risk with you or maybe a mousetrap. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> just take, take, just make a game of turning every board game into some kind of sexual innuendo. <laughs> yes. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Or you could be like a monopoly hooker. Oh my God. <laughs> Great ideas here. What? Like why? Why can't we play something strip like? I just made this up right now, Kelly. You're mad at me because we haven't done it yet. I I'm just, gonna it's do a it. New existence. I'm gonna... We don't have any board games either. We have to buy some. We have we have lots of games. We have um, what's that one with all the cards? Uh, cards Against Humanity. That's not a two person game. What am I gonna do? Be like, uh, <laughs> we should zoom with our friends. I like this one, <laughs> Kelly. It was me. <laughs> it we can work. play Jenga. Um, Whoever makes the thing fall has to take all their clothes off and perform oral. So I get to see you naked for the first time? <laughs> yeah. They were just sitting around naked playing Jenga. Like, it's not that, it's not <laughs> cool if, you have, if you're not new at this, Kelly. If we invited people over to play strip Jenga, that would work. I disagree. I we're inviting people I over to play strip boring. Jenga. I think you're boring. Why you're is not that? fun anymore. <laughs> it would be like truth or dare, truth or dare Jenga would be better. Yeah. But I don't know. We have to figure I'm out. Into it. So we'll figure something out. I think that you don't need to stay with this person twenty four seven, but hang out with them for a few days and see what happens. Knowing yeah, that both of you could go fucking home. Now, if he lives like if he has if he lives hours and hours away, it's a different conversation. Yeah. But he's not like they're not going to be like they don't let they don't they'll let you leave your house and go home. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Good question. I like it. I like it. All right. Next one. Very fresh into a new partnership with a man I've dubbed sex God. Previous to this, I was I know in, in a very tame vanilla relationship for seven years. So do I. Anyways, we've spent quarantine having the most intense sex and I've been practicing deep throating and giving the best blow job. And we've been seeing how far I can squirt. Never knew I could do that. <laughs> Extremely productive and a huge awakening. I said not long ago that I'd find dating a man like Connor too triggering what the fuck do you guys think we're doing over here yeah we're this is not, we're not, we're not nobody's nobody's doing squirt for distance in this <laughs> no, relationship i'm similar to you and i wanted safe and boom this intense deep masculine man with a hell of a lot of sexual skills and psychedelic experiences came in and he's changed my life in so many ways and we've only been together unofficially two months connor i think people think you're like a sex freak <laughs> i mean i've done some freaky shit no my my stuff isn't that my like kinks aren't like that freaky no weird. you're pretty chill yeah i think i'm a little freakier than you are yeah i think so it scares me 
Uh, one thing that got me, the, the deep throating thing, all this stuff makes sense. I'm like, how are you measuring the squirt distance? I keep thinking there's like a slip and slide with like, <laughs> and she's like laying on the slip and slide with like little notches marked on it. <laughs> or like, remember that game? Uh, it's like, uh, what would you do? Oh Where like, there's a little God. bucket that has to, you have to like, get to a certain line. And she's like. <laughs> Filling it up. <laughs> it's like, they're pulling out the tape measure and they're like having a celebration. Like <laughs> six feet, four inches. Yes. <laughs> New record. Woo. Like what the fuck is happening? How do you even do that? <laughs> Whoever you are that sent that to me, I'm not going to throw you under the bus, but I need you to tell us how you're measuring this. <laughs> But it's a great way to, you oh know, my God. do the thing. I it's mean, messy. I like that they're just like trying different things. And I mean, we did something not to go back to us again, but I, I liked last night a lot because it was different than anything we've ever done before. And it wasn't like crazy by any means. It was just a little different and it was fun and it was a novel experience. And I was like, oh, this feels really good. And was I it that different? Yeah. I feel like we've done that exact thing before. No, we have not. Oh, well. And not there. Maybe it was my side chick. Oh, okay. <laughs> fucking the mountains. Okay. Hold on. Where's the other one that I had? Oh, so this one is amazing. In addition to this quarantine, I had a total hysterectomy on Monday. Very sorry to hear that. She's out of commission for six weeks. My husband and I have an amazing sex life. And this is, if this was the usual, we'd spend this time fucking every day. I notice that he gets a little cagey and his energy is a little off. So I encourage him to go have some me time. He goes off and watches porn and gets off. And I usually watch with him, but it's kind of torture when I can't partake. And he comes back with the best energy. It's like he takes the trip. I'll also ask, so what was it today? He says today was a little girl on girl action or whatever it was. <laughs> Encouraging your partner is so important. So many guys sneak around and hide their porn. It's, mu it's much more fun to know what gets your partner off. Love your show, guys. Oh, we love you. That's also, really I'm the one hiding the porn in this relationship. Are you watching porn? I mean, maybe. <laughs> you don't have to hide it though. me and her husband enjoy the same versions of porn well i knew that yeah that's pretty funny uh yeah no i don't hide it i don't like overtly tell you about it yeah but i do appreciate that she goes out of her way one acknowledging when he's feeling off and she's like go do your thing and feel better i think that's an amazing awareness in a relationship and communication yeah to be like go do your thing yeah i think it's great yeah I love it. Yeah. I like that she, he's sharing it with us. That's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. So woke. So woke. Oh, good stories out there. Hope everybody's doing well. If you guys have any other crazy stories about what's going on at home for you, and it doesn't have to be sexually related by any means, please send them in. Maybe it's some shit with your dogs that's like wonky or your grandma's driving you crazy. I want to hear. Yeah. There's also a guy sent me some stuff that he had shared. It was on his story, so it wasn't like private or anything. Um about how he's dating in uh, in quarantine, which we're going to talk about at the, in the uh, in the online mastermind. Yep. But it was so cool. He's like, I've been on I've been on like three virtual dates, and people were super down to do it. Like one was on Zoom, one was on Facebook video chat. Um, I love that. All that kind of fun stuff. But he was it was really interesting to hear him break it down and talk about how he's like getting to know new. He said he, he zoomed with someone for two and a half hours. Wow. Because it was like a that's how long a date usually lasts. And they yeah, just that's sat true. Talked to get to know each other, and it was. Aww. It was cool. I was like, that's actually really sweet, man. And he, he, he shared that. So um, shouts to him for doing yeah. that. So speaking of our online retreat series, it's starting tomorrow and I'm very excited about it. Connor, you're starting with our friend Logan Gelbrich from Deuce yeah. Gym in LA. So basically the whole premise, in, in case you guys haven't heard about it yet, is we created this as a free resource and place to come to have conversations 
regarding the current state of affairs. And we really felt like we wanted to support you guys in a very authentic, genuine way. And we brought together all of our favorite people to do so. So we're going to put the link in the notes where you can go sign up for free. You'll get a link to the Zoom calls. I'm sending that out tonight. And once you have that link, you'll have it for every single call. It's all the same. And we'll be sending replays out as well if you can't make it live. But just a little in, insight into what we're doing. Like I said, Connor's going to start tomorrow talking about the gym industry, workouts at home, surviving as an entrepreneur during this time. Uh, the next day, I'm going to be sitting down with uh, this woman, Annalise Brethauer, who is a financial planner and guide. And we'll be talking about how to save, what to do with your money, what to be aware of. And then our somatic therapist, Jonathan and Heike Hudson, oh my God. who everyone has been wanting to hear from and meet and work with. I will be sitting down with them to do somewhat of a somatic workshop talking about body movement, awareness, and pleasure during this time. This is going to be so amazing. They're super excited to do this and show up for our community. You'll be sitting down with Amy Morrison doing breathwork and grounding. She'll actually be leading us through a breathwork practice and finding peace during this time. Julia Parzik, fit, fat, and all that, in case you follow her on Instagram, she and I will be doing brunch and a little dance on Saturday morning and talking about navigating eating disorders. That is her specialty um, during this time and knowing when you're out of control, that's something that can show up and can be really, really frustrating. And then I'll be talking to Christina Rice and Sarah Small about online and network marketing, talking to McLean McGowan, Mother the Mother, about at-home parenting. Any of you who are parents, or if you have friends who are parents, please send this along to them because I think a lot of parents are going crazy right now and need some help. And then Joe and Lauren Shahi, um, we love them so much. We're going to be talking about navigating relationships, how to create space, compassion, and connection. That'll be good because I'll probably want to kill you by then. Probably. And like you said, you're going to be sitting down with Miles Scott to talk about how to date in quarantine. And Miles is an amazing guy. I just had him on my show last week. And I'm really excited for you guys to finally connect. And yeah, have and I don't think it's going to be necessarily how to, to actually date in quarantine, no. but how, how, how this whole situation plays into your dating life as yeah. a whole, because this will be over with at some point. Maybe. Yes, it will. And we um, may live in Mad Max style uh, situation, but then, hey, your, your, your mental... Um, an emotional approach to dating will need to be, uh, you know, malleable. Yeah, malleable. I like <laughs> for that. For that situation. Um, and then the last three we have Jamie Lee Finch. She's the sex witch. We'll be talking about staying connected to your body. Emily Green is my friend who's an incredible medium. So we'll be talking about messages and connecting and all of that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I'll and, be there for that one. Oh, good. And then you and <laughs> Tiff, our dear friend Tiffany Louise, who is a licensed therapist. You guys are going to sit down and go through mental health, cabin fever, anxiety, letting go of control during this time. You and Tiffany are amazing together. I love when you two talk. I think that's going to be a really great conversation. So again, sign up for this. It's all free. It's all for you guys. And we're really just stoked to show up for you in this way. It's lit. It's lit. Where can people go to get that? It's going to be in the notes. Is it? Yeah. For the third time. It's it, a long like URL thing. It's just easier if we just put it in the or notes. Or you can just go to our Instagram. You can go to the Instagram, <laughs> link in bio, find my swipe ups. I've posted 7,000 stories yeah. about it. Duh. You're welcome. You are welcome. Um, anything else, Kelly? Thanks for putting up with me, babe. Yeah, well, uh, my, my fuse is getting shorter by the day. So oh, I am aware. If this ends up just being uh, a solo show, it's because Kelly is um, no longer with us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're okay. Am I? I'm not going gonna, gonna to murder you. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. You're going to bear me about bear me out back? Um, Under the shed? That would be too obvious. I've seen too many. <laughs> I, I watched enough uh, Law & Order to know how to get away with it. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go straight Dexter. Oh. Ooh. Uh, make sure you Not film really, it. guys. This isn't weird. Bye. Bye.